Hello, everyone. Welcome to the 5 Minutes Podcast. Today, I'd like to continue this series about the PMBOK Guide 7th edition. Last week, I spoke about the main changes of the guide that the PDF you just downloaded or the copy you just bought, it's not one document, but two documents, the PMI Standard for Project Management and the PMBOK Guide. And today, I want to cover the PMI Standard for Project Management, that is the ANSI Standard. And the underlying process on this part of the guide are the 12 principles. And first, let me explain and let me read to you what PMI defines as a principle. Principle provides the foundation on how we should approach something in a profession. Some of them are also management principles, while others are more related to the project management aspect. So the principles are, I would say, something like the DNA of your behavior towards a project. And it's very important that you understand that the principles apply to all projects with all sorts of deliverable methods. So if you are using the Spotify model, or if you are using Kanban, or if you are using Prince2, it does not matter you can benefit from understanding these 12 principles. Most of them are human-centric principles. So let me go through the 12 of them, trying to make quick explanations on each of them. And before I go to the first one, I just want to highlight one point. Some of them are pretty obvious, and I truly hope you learned them when you are at the age of five. So some of them are based on your character and based on the level of integrity you were educated. So it's not something that, oh, let me do a course to be respectful, because I don't know if just a course will solve your problem if you did not find a way of being respectful today, okay? So this is just my quick comment on that. So let me go to the first one. Be a diligent, respectful, and caring steward. Sorry for the way I'm speaking, because sometimes it's hard for me to say that. So what I'm telling here is that respect other people. Care about your organization assets. Care about your organization principles. Care about their values. Care about their money. So it's the ethics. All the ethics, all the professional responsibility lays on this first principle. The second one is create a collaborative project team environment. Remember, it's impossible for you to deliver your project alone. You need a team and you need to create a way that the team is able to work together and not in a competitive approach. It's very important that you create a team that one plus one is more than two. The third one is effectively engage with stakeholders. And the key word here, it's not stakeholder, but it's the word engage. It's not manage. Do not think that stakeholders are like a robot, that you just program them to do what you want. They have different interests, different behaviors. So you need to bring them to your extended team. You need to engage them so they can support you and they can be committed to deliver what you aim to deliver. And this drives me to the fourth principle. That is, for me, I would say the key star and the North Star of this guide is focus on value. As I said last week, 
that in the past people were much more concerned about delivering on time, on budget, and not very much thinking about what people will do with the product of your project. Today is a completely different. You need to focus on delivering value every single step. So when you are developing a product or developing a service or developing a new approach, you need to understand how I can keep my focus on delivering value. And not just delivering on time and on budget, but delivering what my organization expects me to deliver in terms of value proposition for the organization. Every single project has a reason to exist. And this is the root of what we call outcomes. So don't think on the outputs anymore, but think on the way you can use outputs to reach out to the outcomes. Number five. Recognize, evaluate, and respond to system interaction. Simple. Understand that you are a gear of a far more complex engine that is your organization. That is part of a far more complex engine that is the society or your marketplace or your country. So you need to understand that your gear is not an isolated system. You have interactions and things that happen outside affect your ability to deliver value. So you need to understand this. And I think this is quite easy to explain now with COVID-19, because with the pandemic, we all saw how important it is to have these system interactions that pretty much 100% of all projects globally were affected in some ways by the pandemic. Number six, demonstrate leadership behavior. This I don't even need to explain more. So if you want to build a team, collaborate, be respectful and deliver value, it's impossible to do that if you are not developing and demonstrating leadership behavior. Number seven, tailor based on context. It's not one size fits all. You don't take the PMBOK, you don't take the Prince 2, you don't take the Scrum method and just apply this. It's not like that. You need to tailor. Sometimes you will mix and your approach will be a mixed bag of everything, every single tool, technique, uh, software, whatever, that will help you to deliver value. So you need to understand that there is no way with one single approach you will solve all the challenges of your project environment. Number eight, build quality into process and deliverables. This is just making sure that you are satisfying the requirements coming from your customer and your client. Number nine, navigate complexity. It's just to understand that things are very complex and are becoming more and more complex. You need to understand the concept I mentioned many times before about VUCA. You need to understand how this volatility, uncertainty, complexity, ambiguity, all of them take place. And you need to navigate that, trying to identify and make decisions where you don't have a perfect information, that you don't know exactly how the outcome will be. So it's a mix. And this number nine drives me to number 10, optimize risk response, because complexity brings risk. So you need to optimize your risk response and be proactive on that. Number 11, and this is one of my favorite ones, and this is the one, if I would tell my two daughters, I would say that embrace adaptability and resilience. Be adaptable. And this, I would say, if you could show me in your CV adaptability, 
you receive for sure a star in your CV if I'm looking to hire someone to work in a project. Because adaptability is so crucial and it's not very easy to get. So embrace, be adaptable to different circumstances. There is no way that a plan is written in stone anymore. And last but definitely not least, enable change to achieve the envisioned future state. And the key word here is not change. Like what I said in stakeholder, the key word was engaging stakeholder. Now I'm talking enabling change. Remember, change is not something to avoid. It's not something to control. It's sometimes you need to enable change to flourish your project, to deliver value in a different perspective. So these are the 12. Of course, I'm spending a little bit more than five minutes to explain that. I plan to explain a little bit better in a video, but these are the 12 principles of the PMI standard for project management. One point, final topic. Remember, this applies to all types of project, regardless of the methodology. You can apply this with Prince. You can apply this using the IPMA competence baseline. You can apply this using Kanban. You can apply this using Scrum or SAFE. It doesn't matter, okay? Always remember that and see you next week for our final part of the series about the PMBOK guide. Take care.